We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Brittany King. How are we doing today? We are on our third Tuesday of the year. The third Tuesday of the year. Crazy, right? Time's moving just as fast in 2024. So... I wanted to record this episode for you. Last week, I recorded an episode about the creative vision process, and I walked you through the step-by-step process of bringing a vision from your mind to life and the different elements that are necessary in creating a container, which is your body, to bring those ideas into the world. And that includes declaring it to be done, Um, setting your commitment, understanding your motivation, your why. That includes getting to your core beliefs and rewriting your belief narrative and really tapping into the emotional fuel that each and every one of us have access to, to take us to our destination. The biggest thing about the creative vision process is it's not about the destination or the outcome, which is what this episode, the basis of this episode has always been. It's always about the journey, the process. And maybe you're sick of hearing that, but maybe you're sick of hearing it because you hear it and you understand it, but you're not yet embodying it, which I get it. It's tough. We've really been taught this idea that once we arrive somewhere else, that we are going to be happier, that we are going to find the joy, the fulfillment, right? That people tell us we're supposed to feel. And then when we get there, we're kind of disappointed and let down. And that's because we're missing out on the magic that's happening from point A to point B. And what happens is when you get to point B, you get there and you're just not satisfied. You're like, all right, I did it. What's next? You don't even give yourself the opportunity to just like sit in the accomplishment and celebrate how far you've come. And one of the things that I do with my clients is I reflect with them often so they can see their progress and their growth and really celebrate it and get out of that mindset that it's just never good enough. And so the creative vision process is truly a process. It's a journey. And it's really important that we embrace that piece of the process to really allow ourselves to become the type of person that we want to be. Because that's really the whole point of having a vision and setting goals from that vision is less about the achievement and checking it off the list and really the type of person you are becoming. And that's one of my favorite things that I learned from James Clear is, you know, all about habits. And he talks about identity-based habits. And I just love the way that he teaches identity-based habits of, I am just a person that fill in the blank. And what I understand now about our identity is that's really your self-concept. And 
our self-concept is not set in stone. It's forever changing and it's evolving as we evolve and as we change. And that is the whole point of creating a vision for your life and, and setting goals from that vision. Now, what I wanted to talk about today is shine light on one of the reasons why you might be feeling stuck. So I've been observing just people this new year. I observe people all the time. I am such an, (laughs) such an observer. I just love to pay attention to how humans are interacting, what they're saying, what they're not saying, their body language, how they are portraying themselves, what they're putting out there in the world. It just is all so fascinating to me. And I've been noticing that there's kind of two things going on. There's people that are sharing every single thing that they're doing, showing that they have like started the year out hot, they hit the ground running and they are like off to the races, which is an awesome thing if you can sustain it. Then I'm seeing people that are just feeling a little bit low, a little sticky and feeling stuck. They're like, I don't feel motivated at the beginning of this year. And I really want to talk to that person because if that's you, I just want you to know that you're not alone and it's totally normal to be feeling that way. And it's totally normal to be feeling kind of stuck and You might be feeling the pressure from social media to set goals and resolutions and get your vision board done at the beginning of the year and set your intentions and do your ins and outs list and all that. And all that stuff's really helpful if it's coming from a clean place. If you're doing it because you think you have to, or you are coming from this place of of lack of not being good enough, you're feeling inadequate. So you need to do these actions in order to feel good enough or to fit in. Um, It really just leaves you feeling empty. And I think that, you know, we're at this point where we can just let go of that narrative. We need to start shifting our focus from looking at what other people are doing and, and using cues from what other people are doing to shifting our focus inward and really paying attention to our intuition and our inner wisdom and guide that we all have access to. Whether you're spiritual or not, we all have access to this innate wisdom. I see it with my daughter every single day. So much of what she does is intuitive. Obviously, you know, we teach her some things and she mimics us hundred percent. She's a total parrot, (laughs) but there's so much like the way that she navigates the playground and the way that she carries herself and what she decides of what's safe and what's not safe. I mean, I'm not teaching her that she just has this inherent knowing and this wisdom. And we all have that. We just forget. And I think in the digital age, it's really easy to compare ourselves to what other people are doing and then make that mean that we're not doing enough or we're not good enough or that's what we should be doing. And it's really hard. It's hard to distinguish, right? It's like we see things as inspirational, but when do they become not inspirational, right? It's when it makes you feel less than. And it's not the person that's posting things or sharing that's making you feel less than it's your thoughts. It's how you are responding the story that you're telling about yourself to this stimuli. So 
I really want to speak to you. If that's you, if you are comparing yourself to people the new year and you see people creating their vision boards, their ins and outs list and everything in between, I just want you to know that you are not behind. There is nothing wrong because you haven't done that yet. To me personally, I'll share my approach. I feel like, you know, seasonally December, it's really a time for like hibernation. Like the winter time is time for like slowing down and hibernation and introspection, interception, introspection, which increases introception. I'll get to that in a minute. And, you know, our modern society really doesn't make it easy to do that because there's holiday parties, there's end of year deadlines, there's so much going on. And I've noticed now with having a child, there's all of these winter holiday events And you see all these people out there on the Instagrams doing all of the things. And it's so easy to be like, I need to be doing that too. Gosh, there's only so many weeks to do all that stuff. And it's exhausting. It is so important to take the pause to really evaluate what's important, what's not, how to prioritize these things, because it can be really overwhelming. And that also goes for like the beginning of the year. Given that December is such a busy month of doing and celebrating and all of the things, it really doesn't make sense to me to start out January hitting the ground running, like having a plan, following through on the plan. Like there's just something about January that really speaks to me about slowing down and making it a really reflective time. I think it's a beautiful time to tune in to your inner rhythms and give yourself the space that you need in order to set yourself up for the year. I don't think that there needs to be this rush into a new year. There really doesn't. On my bracelet, that's on my wrist, it says you have time and you do. We have time. And contrary to all of the really good marketing, people like you have this many days and this many weeks and blah, blah, blah. And listen, I think that it's possible to get more done in your life in 12 weeks than in 12 months, because if you're intentional and you set yourself up in a way that is sustainable, you can really accomplish a lot. But if you hang out with me, you know that it's not in the accomplishments where we're focusing our energy. We're really focusing on who we are, the type of energy that we want to embody, and the type of impact that we want to make on the world, in our community, with our families, because our energy impacts the people that we interact with on a day to day. So when you're really focusing on the internal, less about how you look on the external, it creates a positive ripple in your world in your community, then ripples out into the big world, the big community. Let's back up a little bit. And I want to give some context about why you might be feeling stuck at the beginning of this year. You know, I've talked to a couple of people that have been feeling this way and I just keep normalizing it for them. It's totally normal to feel that way. You know, if you weren't seeing people on Instagram posting their, you know, new schedules and their habits and their that, you know, what they're eating in a day and whatever else is out there. Um, you might not feel that way. You might just listen to the inner rhythms of your body and just pay attention to whatever is calling for you. 
one of the main reasons why people feel stuck at the beginning of the year is the post-holiday blues. I mean, there's a big difference between the like festive season and then returning to your normal routines. It's like such a big contrast. And I think it's like that high, high feeling. And then that low, low, it's a similar feeling to post-wedding blues where it's like all of this like festivities and all this nonstop go, 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 go. And then when you stop your system, just kind of like, it kind of jolts it, even though your system wants to rest, it's so used to all of the activities that when you kind of try to flip the switch, it has a harder time transitioning back into a more balanced state. The second reason why I think people feel stuck at the beginning of the year is overwhelming amount of expectations. There's just so much pressure to set goals and resolutions and intentions and all this stuff. And it can be incredibly overwhelming, especially if you didn't give yourself the space to let go, release anything from the previous year. You know, you'll hear you hear me say this a thousand times, but January 1st is just an arbitrary date. It's just an, it's another date on the calendar. I always say nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you didn't do anything to prep yourself for January 1st, really, you're not, you're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to feel this pressure. And let me tell you, the pressure is not external. It's all internal. It is our internal pressure that is creating these like unrealistic expectations. The other reason why you might be feeling stuck is lack of rest. And I'm seeing this lots of people (laughs) in my life and also in the world are getting sick and, you know, COVID, the flu, colds. I mean, there's a lot going around, but I believe that when you are exhausted, overextended and super busy without getting adequate rest, you will get sick. You will, there's no way you can't. Your nervous system is depleted, which is connected to your immune system. So your immune system is weaker. So if you come in contact with a bug or a virus, you are more likely to get sick because you are run down. And so that leads to feeling stuck and it puts you back. Another reason why you might be feeling stuck is um, the shorter days for sure. I think that that. The days definitely go by quicker because it's still winter. And I know lately, I mean, in Phoenix, it's been some sunny days, but there's been some cloudy days some rainy days. And I also think that that can affect our mood and our energy levels and not give us that jolt of motivation that we get often from those sunny days. Another reason why you might be feeling stuck at the beginning of the year is because you felt stuck last year. You might feel really uncertain about your goals and the direction that you're going, and you might not have the clarity that you are hoping for. You might not even know what you want. So you're kind of in this place of paralysis and that leads to feeling stuck. You don't know which direction to go. Like I said a moment ago, another reason why you might be feeling stuck is just because you're in a pattern, you're stuck in habitual pattern and routine that has you feeling like Groundhog's Day, that everything's kind of the same and it doesn't quite have that fresh start vibe that you know people hope for at the beginning of the year. And then the last one is social comparison. I really have touched on this a lot in this episode, but I want to touch on it 
again, because seeing others seemingly start their year with enthusiasm and clear goals just makes the feeling of being inadequate, just it exacerbates it. And then that feeling of being inadequate leads to a lot of inaction, which then leads to feeling stuck. And I just want to take a minute and let that all sink in because if any of those resonate with you, I hope that it helps you see that it's not a problem that you don't feel excited or motivated or inspired by the new year. If any of these resonate with you, this is the symptom. This is showing you the area where you can restore balance in your body and in your mind. It's it's not going to come from outside of you. I will tell you that much right now. You could buy a planner. You could buy a big ass calendar. <laughs> you could buy, download a reflection journal uh, from Etsy. You could attend a live workshop and all of that stuff is great. It's a tool and it's always about the intention and the energy behind the tool. So if you're trying to use the tool to get out of the feeling of inadequacy, um, overwhelm, the feeling of doubt, you know, anything that we do to try to get out of feeling a certain emotion just (laughs) gets us really stuck in this loop that has us going nowhere fast. So if you're feeling stuck, I just, again, hope you know that I see you, you're not alone. And luckily there are ways out of it. And I'll say that the way out of it is through it. It's by just acknowledging that you feel stuck. Sometimes we're just resistance to meeting ourselves where we're at and telling ourselves um, a different story of like, no, I don't feel stuck. I'm just this, or I'm just that. It's like, no, I just, I just need to admit and be honest that I'm not feeling super motivated or inspired by this new year. And that's okay. Cause that's the first part of change is that self-awareness when you start being honest with yourself and you bring in that self-awareness and love and compassion and drop any judgment or criticism you have on yourself, that's where the change happens. So if that's you, I just ask for you to be an emotional scientist and get curious and drop the hat of emotional judge. Being an emotional judge does not get you anywhere. In fact, I think that it makes you even more stuck. So Let's talk about ways to overcome feeling that new year stickiness. The first thing to do is get in tuned with your body. You know, where are you feeling stuck in your body? How does your body feel? And then asking yourself, what does your body need? What does your body need in this moment? Does it need more rest? Does it need to go for a walk? Maybe it needs some energy. Maybe it needs a little bit of movement? Does it need social connection? What does it need? You know, even though we have a head on the body, we're incredibly disconnected from our body. So the first thing to do is go inward. Where are you feeling stuck in your body, not in your life? Because the reason why you feel stuck in your life is because of something that's happening within your body. So that's the first step. The second step is to prioritize taking care of your mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and well-being. What are the activities that really rejuvenate you? 
What are the things that really help you feel more balanced and grounded in your body? And when you can do those two things first, right? Approaching from your body first, then you go into the more mindset of it all. So you really want to restore balance in your body first, checking in with how you feel, doing exercises and practices that help maintain and restore the balance in your body and your nervous system. And then you can go into the mindset stuff of, okay, let's reflect, reassess any goals. So if you haven't taken the time to reflect on 2023, it's a perfect opportunity to do so. That's what I think this whole month is for is really a deep reflective phase and taking the time to reflect and then getting really clear about what you want out of the year, out of 2024, and most importantly, how you want to feel at the end of the year. And then from there, you start small, begin with small, manageable steps to slowly build momentum. The bigger the step, the more space there is for you to say, I don't know what to do. And then that just leads you back to feeling stuck. Confusion stops us from moving forward. So instead of saying, I don't know, you're saying I'm figuring it out. I'm going to start with this small step forward. So maybe the first step would be creating a list of the things you're letting go of. Maybe that's where you start. Maybe the first step is moving your body, maybe doing a meditation, whatever it is has to feel good and aligned to you. From there, I think that it's really important to ask for support, whether that is a friend that you trust, that you feel safe with, um, a coach, a therapist, anyone that you feel safe with, that you can connect with, talk to them about how you're feeling, guarantee that they will normalize how you're feeling because most likely they might be feeling that way too, or they might know someone else that's feeling that way. So it really helps to come out of isolation when you're feeling stuck and talk to people about how you're feeling. I know it can be really scary to be vulnerable and to, you know, allow your like raw emotions to be seen, but there is such strength in that. And I think taking that step makes a huge difference. The other thing that I suggest is limit your social media intake. Um, You know, if you find yourself looking at different accounts and they're not making you feel expansive and they're making you feel more constricted and less than, again, it's not the account. We're not going to blame people on social media, but there's something that's happening inside your brain, inside your body that is worth just giving yourself a break from. And giving yourself some boundaries. I'm not saying don't use it all together, right? Because the more you say don't use it, the more you want it. But just being like, okay, I'm going to allot, you know, X amount of time at the end of my day to to look at Instagram if that's something that you want to do. But I think that the more time that you spend just going inward and focusing on yourself, the less you'll feel stuck because you won't be comparing yourself to people on the interwebs. The other thing is focus on being in the present moment. I know it's easier said than done. Like, yes, if only if it was as easy as a flip of the switch to focus on the present moment. But by doing different exercises, mindfulness exercises, like using your five senses to drop into your awareness, using the breath work and counting your breath 
each round as you inhale and exhale. You doing different mindfulness practices will really help you stay grounded and in the present moment. And that really helps kind of take off this feeling of stuckness because the stuckness is thinking that we're supposed to be somewhere else than where we currently are. And when you're present, you just accept where you're at and know that you get to decide how you want to move forward. And you can do that from a really clear, intentional place when you focus on your body first. When you focus on your body first, you restore balance in your body. You feel grounded. You feel calm. You feel connected. Then you can really move into this place of dropping into the present moment, reassessing your goals, reflecting on the past year, deciding how you want to feel in the future. All of this stuff really comes after you take the time to regulate your emotions, drop into your body, which then allows you to really drop into the present moment. And then the last thing is embrace flexibility. You know, it's good to have goals. I lo- you know, I'm, I'm a big goal setter. Goals are a target, they're a direction. They're not meant to be rigid and they're not meant to be, it's like either this way or not at all. Because anyone that's ever set a significant goal knows that the way they got there was 10 times different than the way that they thought they were gonna get there. So allowing yourself to have that flexibility and being open to adjusting as needed is key. And the more flexible you can be inside your body between the different states and the different emotions, the easier it will be for you to have more flexibility in your life. But I can't emphasize this enough. The state of your body determines so much the lens in which you view yourself in your year. So if your state is really depleted, stressed out, overwhelmed, constricted, tight, there's fear, if that's how you are thinking about where you're currently at, everything is just going to feel awful and you're going to feel not good enough. And it's just going to perpetuate this feeling. If you find balance in your body and you restore balance in your body and you allow yourself to feel the emotions and be present with yourself in the given moment, that changes your state, which will then change the lens in which you view yourself. And when you change your state and you change your lens, you're not going to view yourself as stuck. You're going to view yourself in a much different way. You're going to view yourself in a way that has acceptance and love. And, and I think that that's really the most fertile ground to setting goals and creating a vision for the year ahead. So I really hope that you we're able to get something from this episode and gives you the opportunity to just make some space, make some space in your body, make some space in your mind, make some space in your environment. And then that gives you the opportunity to reflect and to rest. And this is so important because the more time you have to tune in to how you're feeling, this really increases your understanding of your body's way that it communicates with you. Introception, which is essentially like a felt sense. It is a very important piece to emotional regulation and self-awareness and being able to do body scans a couple times a day will really help you become familiar of what's happening inside your body with the external stimuli in your environment. And let me tell you, it makes 
such a difference. I mean, this, so much of what I'm sharing with you today is really how I'm approaching the new year, which is so the past two years, this is how I've approached the new year without the hustle, without trying to take a bunch of action and hit the ground running. And I will say like, I just feel this sense of calm and I have like circumstances that would point otherwise. And I just don't feel it. I don't feel rushed. I don't feel panicked. I don't feel behind. I feel really calm and at peace because I know there's no point in rushing because whatever needs to get done in the time that I have is going to get done. And if it doesn't, it's not a big deal. It's just not like, what's the point of getting stressed out about these things? Like we put all this external pressure on ourselves and then it creates internal pressure, which leads to burnout. And I'm just not about that life anymore. And I hope that you are not about that life either. So this is what I have for you today. I hope that if you were feeling stuck, I hope maybe you feel a little less stuck, or at least you see the light. If you are the person a that has hit the ground running, has started the new year out hot. I hope that you were able to get something from this episode too, just in order for you to sustain this momentum throughout the year, because it's really important to do these little check-ins with yourself. So you don't end up burning yourself out before the halfway point, because that's what I tend to see. And I really believe so deep in my core, because this was me. You either choose to slow down intentionally on purpose, or your body chooses when you're going to slow down, not, not on purpose. Well, at least for you, it's always terrible timing. And I'll tell you that it's so much harder to build back up the momentum when your body put, slows you down versus when you are really intentional about how you use your energy, how you use your time. So that's what I have for you today. If you have any questions, please let me know. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, the 17th, at this point that I'm recording this, there is one spot left for the vision breathe to envision uh, vision board experience. If you're thinking about it, this is not, this is going to be such a potent opportunity. Like we are going to be moving our bodies to clear away anything that still feels stuck in our bodies from 2023. We're going to create the most open container to visualize the type of year that you want to have. And you're going to create your vision board. You're going to connect with like-minded people. There's lots of other surprises that I'm not going to share because I want you to be surprised, but it's just going to be so much fun. So if you're thinking about it, there's one spot left. And if you send me a message and there's no more spots left, I will look at what, what we have available and I'll put you on the wait list. Okay. Okay. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day, a wonderful week. And remember that you are enough. You're doing enough and you're doing a great job until next time. Remember to love yourself, own your happiness and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it until next time.